0: Um, hey, buddy. Oh, fuck, how, how do you start this? How do you start a podcast? You usually start by
1: making a sound of some sort.
0: <laughs> do I?
1: Yeah. Alright, you, you do it. The, the sound <laughs> or the
0: I don't know. Whatever whatever sound that I'm supposed to make or the the starter makes. Make the start sound.
1: So today, me and Adam decided to straight into just raw dogging it uh today (laughs) don't say raw dog (laughs) we gotta be sex positive man uh so today vox blessed us uh with another one of their that was sort of a aggregate not an aggregate but sort of a a themed uh index this time
0: vox didn't even explain the news they just asked asked people asked uh candidates questions
1: And the news appeared, you know, and they just delivered. They were just a a vessel. You know what I mean? Yeah. What Vox did for news this time was they sort of created a a web interface for. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Vox, me and Adam saw this uh, article that said, we asked 2020 Democratic candidates seven key questions on technology. Okay. Real quick. Real quick.
0: Let's be clear. There are. How many candidates are there in the race right now, Casey?
1: like 30 no uh, (laughs) there's literally i think
0: of as of today there's like 15 um like like because well like obviously um so i don't know if you heard but uh john uh c stack uh withdrew from the race uh you know john c stack um uh who else it was steve bullock is out of the race Casey, you're looking at me like I'm making this up. These are real. I've never heard were, these that <laughs> names that were that wanted your goddamn vote,
1: um, and, and and you know what they look like. <laughs> you, I, I do they, they, what... they look like bottles of mayonnaise in a suit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a brown suit. Um, but
0: anyway, but um, also
1: so, someone else uh, recently dropped out of the race. An officer down. Yeah. It yeah. was uh, Kamala Harris. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, um, which sucks because like like what's on the on the one hand is, is great because she's awful, she's just bad. Trump on congratulated the hand, Tulsi
1: it, Gabbard. Did did he really? Yeah, which I don't know, like what kind of a low bar for? I don't know. That's weird. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard's not good. No. Um, but she
0: she burned Kamala. What are you going to do? There's a uh, there's a lot
1: of guys on the internet who are okay being like yeah she supports like ethnic cleansing in other countries but she's pretty <laughs> yeah yeah uh and i'm like she has boy. been rocking the
0: Corella Deville look that was a pretty solid burn from saturday night live um i don't I watch thought, saturday
1: night live anymore it's a reactionary uh i'm kidding
0: oh well i guess you're better than me <laughs>
1: um
0: <laughs> but uh, uh but
1: but yeah let's so there's 15 ish Yeah, less there's, every there's day. too many and there's, and, and there's four in this in this article represented. There's more than
0: four. You're forgetting. You're, for, you're forgetting the hidden Michael is what I call him. No, Michael Bennett. Yeah, there, there's there's five that responded to Vox's thing, and and like two of them are barely name recognition. Oh, okay, like, okay. you know what I mean. Okay, they got uh, like they didn't get Joe Biden because honestly, it, like, why would you ask Joe Biden tech questions? Well, like, can't I can't mean? answer you because his
1: wife's finger stuck in his mouth. <laughs> Uh that was so bizarre. Oh she just God. she was gesturing and he was like, I um, I gotcha. My
0: partner would would fucking never forgive me if I embarrassed her like if that. She, you know what if she I mean? if
1: my partner was like in public doing like a professional thing and I was like giving me the thingies She she'd stop dead she'd tell me to go get in the car and she'd give me the keys. She would divorce you in front of everyone. oh, that hurt. But um but yeah, I, I the, the reason the reason that I thought there were only four is because in the two sections that I read, I only wrote down quotes from four of them. So, yeah, oh really? Did yeah. you, you skip Michael Bennett? You're cold. No, as no, ice. no, no, no. In one, I just skipped Tom Steyer. Uh, we'll, oh, okay. well, I remember what he said. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it. But <laughs> which, which? Nah, you Well, let's let's start where uh, let's start with one of yours.
0: Uh, so I I looked at two of the questions in particular. One about should we break up big tech and the other about what should be done about uh, automation and, and its effect on jobs.
1: There's a lot of crossover with these questions in a lot of the other questions, by the way, because they, they dealt with breaking up tech and some of my stuff, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. And in mine, they, they mentioned uh, privacy and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, but uh, So I guess, you know, let's start with, like, should big tech be broken up? Um, so Michael Bennett, uh, the, and we, I don't know how quickly we should do this, but Michael Bennett, who, who, first of all, Michael Bennett, do you remember Michael Bennett? No. Did you watch that one debate
1: that Michael Bennett was in? I know nothing about him.
0: Michael Bennett kind of talks like this, kind of, kind of a Mr. Mackey thing with the side of his mouth. He's kind of an odd dude. He's a white guy. I don't know. He's just, I I forget. I forget what random, uh, what, what position. he. I don't know if he's like a congressman or a governor. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I didn't, like, I remember he was at a debate. Um, I remember he, you know, he's one of these, like, centrists that's like, it was weird because he's trying to be a little bit to the left of Klobuchar and Pete, but not too far,
1: you know? Wait, you know, wait, a, too se- far. wait a second. Michael Bennett was born in New Delhi, India. Uh, he's an American businessman, lawyer, and politician serving as senior United States Senator from Colorado.
0: Oh, okay, good for him.
1: Um, born in New Delhi. So
0: don't let that throw you off. He was born in New Delhi. He is
1: he is this white. No, but that as they probably come. means he was born to like colonialist like there's still like enclaves of, of colonial Brits there. Huh.
0: Uh, well, I mean he he's definitely American. Because yeah. he's, he is an Amer- he's American citizen, otherwise he wouldn't be running for uh, pre- the presidency. Because we have a weird law that restricts like people from running for president l- unless they were have some connection to American blood
1: and soul. He, he was born in New Delhi. I guarantee you, he doesn't speak Hindi.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And I bet it he calls. Be Indian, to hear him try. I bet he calls Indians um, foreigners
1: even when he's there.
0: Yeah. Hey man. Uh. He kind of I don't know it's it's a very Mr. Mackey uh, type of voice he has, but anyway, um, yeah. regarding big tech and if it should be broken up, Michael Bennett is like uh, re- uh, breaking up big tech does nothing to address privacy, spe- free speech, uh, and threats to small business. He's all about small business, and and yeah. actually, this is one of the things I noticed. He's a businessman. Uh, I, well, it's not even that. I, I mean, I think that like the it's it's an interesting thing the way that. Um, Democ- mainstream Democrats wield like small the, the like notions of small business yeah you know yeah uh I, I don't know it's it's this thing that's kind of fetishized but I I've I've worked for small businesses and, and I've worked for larger businesses and they both treat you badly you
1: know Boss, bo- I mean, it, bosses it, it, have power trips but I think yeah, the whole, yeah, I think yeah. the whole thing about small businesses is it's a way of keeping struggling working-class people invested in in uh in capitalism yeah, it's
0: it, it's kind of like hey this is that your next step on
1: the it's an achievable to, one it's a small business
0: yeah maybe you'll get a loan um and yeah anyway Ent- entrepreneurship um, is the american dream adam but michael bennett goes on to say that it's it's crucial that you know that antitrust kind of uh review certain criteria namely if uh mer- certain mergers will inhibit fair competition oh my another God. popular fetish um, he's so lost and in also, the weeds yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, and if uh if new business models uh all right so bear with me here it says inhibit fair competition in ways that harm workers so i like for me because uh, for a second because this is one of the things about this only one other candidate mentioned used mentioned workers yep. in this answer you can guess which one it was, yep. it, was it was comrade bernard yeah same in mine uh, but uh yeah, yeah, yeah so so but michael bennett he referenced workers but in the sense inhibit fair competition in ways that harm workers which was kind of confusing to me um uh, because like if 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 it's uh i don't i because don't, I, I don't know it's, it's a weird qualifier he
1: almost. wants to figure out a way to maneuver all the uh Great white sharks with lasers attached to their heads, so that people don't get hurt. It's like why don't why don't just get rid of the fucking sharks with lasers? It was a metaphor. I apologize, but like, there's yeah, no, yeah, there's I, not a there's not a configuration of just uh, of just um, what is a competition and and cap, just capitalism that if you're trying to minimize the effect on the workers, there's there's a very uh, there's a very quick and speed. Yeah. like why would you settle for anything besides worker ownership of uh of production
0: yeah i mean like so he, he he definitely doesn't mention that he's not one of those guys yeah yeah. yeah. but he's, he's he's basically he goes on to just kind of further drill down on this notion of leveling the playing field yeah. and addressing anti-competitive behavior um uh he, he says that quote when when breaking up companies will address anti-competitive conduct and promote competition we should be prepared to do so but that judgment should not be taken lightly it should be uh, fact based so yeah. it, like his primary motivation is like competition which is not it's just who gives it's, a shit it's protecting Michael?
1: it's protecting the integrity of capitalism
0: because here's the thing like like sometimes like this is my thing no, none of the candidates not not Warren not even Sanders mentioned hey some of these fucking things maybe they should be nationalized or or, or any kind of worker worker ownership comes up in the other question uh, but not in this one um but like honestly like amazon is is evil but it's not evil because of its
1: size yeah <coughs> exactly
0: or because it inhibits co- competition it's I, like i don't like amazon uh because uh you know the way it, we you know we last week we read a story about it just grinding workers in the dust and like yep. breaking people's backs and, and basically ruining people's lives yeah uh, the amazon is evil for a lot of reasons but a lot of, a lot of it has to do with just un like just unobstructed raw power,
1: right? Um, well, well, but, and one of my, you know, spoiler alert, one of mine, uh, you know, Elizabeth Warren was like, "Yeah, we need to break up the big tech companies." Bernie said, "We don't need to break up the big tech companies. We need to, uh, we need to hold them accountable and make sure that they're working for the the common good," which is sort of well, a sad thing. But yeah, but he, but I he's mean, right, that capitalism is like that you're not just going to break up those companies and then capitalism is going to like it's going to reform into something more just.
0: Yeah. Someone comes well, along and takes I mean, Amazon's
1: spot and I guess shit.
0: I guess what I'm yeah. saying is it's not so much that Amazon is very big, it's that it's not democratic. Like it, there's right, there's no, no there the only levers of power are, are the ones that the board chooses and yeah. or the, the the owners of Amazon choose you know what I mean yeah it's it's completely unaccountable to the workers to the public to any of the people that are affected by Amazon which is a, a lot of fucking people at this point yeah you know what I mean uh Tom Steyer uh, this is so Tom Steyer like I don't what is your general read on Tom Steyer I don't know if you have a sense of Tom Steyer uh,
1: so. I get sort of a Jesse Ventura vibe from him.
0: Really? That's interesting. Did did you know much about Tom Steyer before you read this stuff?
1: No. uh, But in mine, he he sort of comes off as "Mm, sort of nervous. Oh, the world's scary. Yeah. So, like, I
0: had heard of Tom Steyer because he, I forget what... Nonprofit,
1: he was dumping his money into because he's like a he's
0: like a rich bastard too, like like Yang and
1: others. Um, he's but, also blunt, oh, but I'll I'll get to that later. I sort of appreciated some of the terseness of some of his uh, statements.
0: Yeah, that was also funny. Clearly, there was no guidance given to the campaigns; they just sent back what they sent back because because Buttigieg sent like seven
1: paragraphs, and eaten, oh you know, my god, his were so composed and like words. Yeah. It was like so um, his. It's infuriating because I I imagine him reading it like like an essay that he's preventing for extra presenting for extra credit
0: yeah Pete yeah. Yeah. Is always I mean, waiting, he's always all, waiting for
1: a gold star like it, he
0: he composed an answer gave it to a focus group revised it and then sent it to Vox and it was like a, a, a 3,000 word he's a He's a himself. I don't think he's a wonder whatever. Um, but, no, Tom Basar basically... in My sense is he's, he's like a rich guy. I don't know. But he's um, he's better than Yang. He's not yes. as good as Bernie, obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he, yeah, it's interesting, though, because he, he kind of gets close to the mark. But he goes on to say, quote, We either need to br- break up some of these big tech companies or regulate them so they don't continue to stifle innovation and competition and harm the American consumer. So, first of all, who like... This is, um, you know, a sidebar is like, earlier today, I thought maybe we should do an episode about this shitty PragerU video as like, a, as like a goof, and yeah. you watched it, uh, and I'm sorry it that I rough. made you do that. Yeah, it's it it pretty brutal. I, I kind of got, uh, there's a lot of moments to get irritated about, um, because basically the theme of the video is by Andy Puzder, the guy that, that uh, Trump originally nominated for labor secretary. Former CEO like, of Carl's
1: ago. Jr. and Hardee's.
0: yeah yeah yeah. he's the guy that the the uh, the reason he's rich is because he ideas like he has ideas like what if we put pineapple on hamburgers for for like a month which is not a bad idea it's just not something that's worth a a billion dollars i I like i like the teriyaki burger i've never i've actually never been i've actually never had a meal at either of those places
1: so therefore i'm I'm better they (laughs) they also they also Um, had some really like despicable sexist uh, commercials for a while with like women in, ba- in bathing suits getting sauces all over their faces
0: oh well this is one of the reasons why his his thing tanked i think yeah like uh there was like a i forget what the stat was but there's like a staggering number of women that like uh had filed for sexual harassment under his yeah. watch and, and including uh at least one against him directly And there was like a settlement involved. It was like it was like gender-based harassment and uh, a gender-based discrimination and sexual harassment, specifically against him. That's one of the reasons why he got moved on uh, from Secretary of Labor. But he was like all of his arguments. Video
1: every every left. Well,
0: just to be clear, the the video is about capitalism versus socialism on PragerU, right? And 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 I just wanted I just wanted to frame that. Well, no, it's it's exactly.
1: There's nothing shocking in it. It's just frustrating because he's saying and he's not being challenged, obviously, because it's just him, but he's saying yeah. the, the exact like textbook definition of what quote working capitalism is. Like he, he's not well, all, he's all, not delivering any he, and, and he's like giving hat. like he'll say his arguments for why socialism doesn't work. He doesn't really make that argument. He's, yeah, yeah. he's just sort of like, You don't want socialism, do you? That it doesn't work. That's sort of his argument.
0: Well, there's a lot of things that he gets wrong in terms of definitions. My favorite part is when he just brings up oh, Venezuela, which is like, like it, it, it
1: was, it was inevitable. You knew it was going to happen at some point. Um, at but, one point, uh, he said, "He said you could, It's he said, "With capitalism, you could be prosperous; otherwise, you're Venezuela." And I was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, Ven- yeah. Venezuela, a new uh, adjective now." Well, what's weird? Well, to be
0: th- my my main takeaway from that is Andy Puzder thinks that capitalism means markets. Uh, Venezuela has markets, so I don't, I don't know what to tell you, buddy, yeah. but, but anyway, um, uh, the, the thing that he kept talking about was, was appealing to like consumers, like, right. That, that was yes. his main argument for why capitalism is good. It had nothing to do with defining like workers and the, the
1: workers are invisible. Poten- po- what?
0: Yeah. Potentially
1: their rights, you know? Well, he did talk about workers in terms of whenever you, whenever you talk about workers, they always talk about well you got to you got to uh, take regulations off so they can create more jobs and there have to be job programs there have to be but none of this yeah. does none, none of this do, all this does is allow more people to go into the fucking grind machine
0: yeah 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 well i mean so the that's i mean all right so he he kind of frames this all as like it's about consumers, like the the capitalism is designed to give people what they need, quote unquote.
1: It's about, but which is stupid. And, and if you it's don't not give not people what they need, and what what's even crazier is he says, and if you don't give people what they don't need, you fail. Not not true. Like there's plenty yeah. there's it, plenty of, it, of successful companies out there not giving people what they need.
0: Yeah, Andy Puzder is rich because he literally makes trash sandwiches for for human beings to eat, and, and like that has nothing to do with what people need or need or want. Um, but so, but th- that's another that was another weird conflation. He confuses what what people want with what people need. But yeah. like the the it. It's it's fundamentally his appeal for capitalism was capitalism produces a bunch of shit and you want a bunch of shit so therefore capitalism wins, which was weird uh, because he doesn't talk about like the fundamental thing about socialism is worker ownership is like working, workers owning the means of
1: production right know, that's, that's never
0: that's never mentioned that's never that's not part of his understanding of what socialism is. But when conservatives is.
1: talk about socialism, that's either not in it because that's not what they think of it as, or it's because they know that's what. The most, the mainstream of people are going to think it is like they're they're not going to talk about that. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, this is a hu- this is a huge tangent. Just to say that, like Tom Star referencing consumers, it's not it's not a particularly uh, like animating thing for me. I don't yeah. know, like I, like we already talked about. Who gives a shit about competition? That's not a big deal. I would love for there to be a democratically owned and operated version of Amazon or Facebook that is completely uncompetitive. It's fine as long as it's democratically accountable. Who gives a shit?
1: Tom Starr seems like he has a lot of good raw impulses for like the right types of injustices, but I don't think he has. A counter plan. Yeah. You, know what I, you know what I mean? Like everything he says is like I, I agree with it, and I sort of appreciate how unrefined and sort of unjargoning yeah. it, it is. Like it seems very common sense. Like I, I
0: appreciate that he says it more concisely than Pete says it. But oh my um, god, man! I, I, anyway, read on that I read. I
1: read one, one paragraph of Pete's, Then there was a picture, and then more paragraph. I was like, oh my god, that Peter, brutal.
0: brutal um uh but uh yeah so pete goes on to say uh he kind of agrees with uh michael bennett and tom steyer that like uh maybe we should break up uh like he says we will rigorously enforce the law the antitrust law and if they continue to they continue the behavior um uh, uh breaking up tech companies should be an option Um, And then he goes on to say, we need to modernize our approach to privacy, antitrust enforcement, and competition, uh, specifically what he wants to do, ensure that the internet is safe, fair, and accessible to all. Uh, Which is like, again, it's all like, for people that are, you know, interested in uh, like markets and competition, the notion is that people should have, for instance, like
1: Pete uh, supports, access to healthcare. I think some people might... When they say access, I mean, I know by reading into it, you can tell what, what they mean. But I think – I can't think of a better way to say give it to somebody. Like you could say – I mean healthcare for all rather than saying access. But I guess access could mean that it's provided for everybody, right?
0: Well, what what is meant by access – and this is true just, just as in how uh, Buttigieg skirts away from Medicare for all – is that it's like Medicare – but is that basically his point? Is that healthcare? Um, everyone should have access yeah. to healthcare, uh, but there there should still be kind of a, a cost uh, to it, right? Yeah. There should you should still there should be a price that potentially could bar you access. But that's not that doesn't mean that you actually lack access. If you if you could potentially go to a healthcare facility. And get care by going into debt, or you know, if, if you don't have the money, that's not that's not actually not what we mean by access, right? Um, yeah. So I, that's like in terms of like the British Labour Party is like proposing that like a publicly owned broadband and guaranteeing it for everyone in the UK, and that's what that's what we should you, fucking you, do.
1: You you, I mean, we just we have such an aversion to uh, public goods. In in yeah. this country, I, I don't know, I don't know why. Like, I wish just once at like a like a uh, Democratic debate, someone would say, "Why do you believe uh, the American healthcare system should be commodified?" I mean, like, I mean that's
0: that in itself is an interesting question because I feel like you know, I, I don't know in terms of like what is commodified. Like, we're we're just so like. There's, it's just there's just a level of doom that i don't know how to begin to like even discuss like the, the like like cuz when you think about it like the notion that shelter is like commodifying like that yep. potentially there like it's like everyone has access to healthcare just cuz you i mean just cuz yeah. you have access to housing doesn't
1: mean that you that you can we're afford not it are that, actually we're not going to stop you at the door we're going to yeah, have yeah, you yeah. in debt for the rest of your life
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, maybe you should just be hol- be beholden to landlords. I mean, that's access, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, uh, I don't know. So, I mean, it, it's just a weird thing. Like it's, it's, it, it, I keep saying weird. It's it's, it's, a, it's a, the wrong way to say it. It's just this typical thing about capitalism that everything has to be bought and sold and traded when as socialists, that's not what we believe. Um, Liz goes on to say, uh, you know, basically, you know, she's she's a hard yes. So is Bernie. They're the final two here. Uh, t- today's big tech companies have too much power, says Liz Warren, uh, over our economy, our society, our, our, our democracy. They bulldoze competition. Who gives a shit? Used our private information for profit and tilted the playing field against everyone else. And in the profit they've hurt, small businesses and stifled innovation. Uh, Bernie, again, the only person to mention workers. Goes on to say that big tech companies have endangered our democracy, enabled the spread of disinformation and hatred on their platform. Amazon has amassed control over e-commerce and industry, capturing the full fifty percent of the market, and is using its
1: power to drive down wages for workers and price supply prices of supply. I, I mean, he's just the least abstract. He he says he's so detailed. You know exactly what it like. He doesn't.
0: Yeah. Pete loves loves to be just just talking platitudes. That's the thing yeah, that no, drives absolutely. Him the wall with absolutely.
1: Pete. Yeah. Anyway, what did you what do you got? So I, I looked at uh, facial recognition, and um, the question was: facial recognition is largely unregulated in the U.S. How, if at all, would you regulate facial recognition technology for surveillance and policy policing? Um, so, Tom Steyer. <laughs> Uh, This made me laugh. He says facial recognition is unreliable, intrusive, has egregious racial biases, and has no place in policing. Period. That's all his only statement. Way to go, Tom. Yep. Uh, What did Michael
0: Bennett think? Did we
1: skip Michael Bennett? uh, I didn't skip him, but uh, he, like Mayor Pete, believe that there's a lot of benefit in facial recognition for maintaining. Oh my god! For maintaining order. And uh, so he says, has considerable potential for abuse uh, in government surveillance and policing and by malevolent malevolent private actors. Um, Okay, so they need to have a policy that captures the benefits of the technology for public safety while addressing the very legitimate concerns. Mayor Pete was also very much like, hey, it's good. It makes everybody safe, but eh, we need to deal with the bad stuff in very vague terms. But he had this weird... Aside side at the end where he says, Washington needs to regulate to prevent abuse by the public and private sectors alike and to keep China from establishing a global standard rooted in values diametrically opposed to our own. Jesus. That was, that was random, Peter. <laughs> he, mentioned, he mentioned China in the other section I read as well. Oh, I'm sure. He has a thing about China. Uh, well, that's because I, I
0: think as, like, mayor of, uh, of South Bend, Indiana, um, he has to, like, convince people that he knows something about the world so america's favorite foreign policy and trade punching bag right now is china so that's his way of like making people think that
1: he's just not some he's not just some dipshit you know china's draconian um so pete mayor pete starts out with across america across america individuals are being watched through public cameras cell phones and other devices sometimes (laughs) without the consent of the individual uh it, so well, yeah. what the hell hold yeah. on it,
0: well, if if the, if the individual's consenting why like this sounds like a i don't think anyone's consenting ballpark. i don't think people yeah, are yeah. signing
1: off every day on their uh uh so he talks about how it can seriously intrude our civil rights but then he says at the same time they are critical to law enforcement and help ensure public order reduce crime and maintain national security Yes. Okay, yeah, fuck, uh, fuck, like fuck Pete, Pete. Pete is going
0: real hard for the, the cop vote with Kamala yep. dropping out of the race, I guess. Um, yeah,
1: like he's he's all about law and order, apparently. Well,
0: Especially it's bizarre because Democrats, you know, this goes back to like Michael Dukakis, I guess. But like the thing is, like cops like and the law and order types, they're never going to vote for Democrats. Yeah. Um, you know, they like, I mean, I guess that's not true, actually, because like Clinton famously was a law and order bastard with the crime bill and had no problem like, in, like, uh, you know, blowing up the, the, the number of uh, uh, people in prison in this country, many of them people of color. So I guess that's not that's actually not true. Um,
1: but yeah, so Pete's whole thing was he wants everyone to know they're being watched and uh, but it's for the best. But you got to figure out how to balance the two. So uh, again, vague. good uh, yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Um, she wants to create a task force to to uh, implement uh, yeah. privacy policies.
0: That's what we need. Every problem. That, that's my favorite go to. Actually, is when someone actually doesn't have uh, an answer. They're like, you know, what we need we need a fucking working. We need a working group. That's what, what do I need? fucking know? I'm gonna get some experts on it. <laughs> Um gonna yeah, get ourselves a task force and they are gonna force the shit out of this one. Force the shit out of this guys.
1: Uh Bernie says, I released a criminal justice reform plan in August. I, I'm reading it like this. I released a criminal justice platform uh or reform plan in August that would ban facial recognition technology for policing. This includes at the, at the border and the interior for immigration enforcement i believe this technology is dangerous and underregulated, and it represents an intrusion into the privacy rights of americans period hell yeah burn dog i mean so it's just it's, the- just it's just it, it's just no nonsense yeah, yeah yeah well also it's
0: it's interesting because uh you know this is it's an interesting issue because this one isn't um you know at its essence an economic issue it doesn't uh, you know what I mean like it it obviously uh, impacts has a different impacts on different classes yeah but um, you know a lot of uh, people that hate socialism talk about what uh, personal liberty you lose under socialism and they talk about the the liberty to you know start a business and exploit people but you know it, like cato it's one of those weird things that's like against the prison system uh like tr- you know they're like libertarians right yeah. they're like against prisons uh, critical of cops and they also want completely deregulated markets it's like this that that uh, that um bottom right corner of the political spectrum where like you know they're they want no
1: they want no rules but they want no rules so that like authoritarian white dudes can run roughshod on everybody
0: well they they yeah they what they want basically like complete freedom for bosses like the thing is what's interesting about that is that obviously the rights of people that are not business owners like for instance they're they're um uh, fixation on freedom of speech. It's not like that Cato or other libertarians are super, are going to like go to bat for like your boss, like firing you for a Facebook post. Your boss can yeah. fire you for any reason. They'll go to the mat for that. The, uh, they're not going to like protect your civil liberties when it comes to your boss monitoring you all day at work. They don't yeah. want the state to do that, but your boss can do that because that's a, you know, that's a voluntary relationship. Uh, but it's interesting. Like Bernie, Bernie, this is like the, the libertarian, like, no, we should ban facial recognition. Um, like, and he specifically names public and private use, as I, as I think I remember yes. what you said.
1: Yes, yes. Um, well, for, for policing, but he says he wants to uh, ban it from use of the border and uh, interior immigration. It's, uh, it's, and it's under-regulated in general. Under-regulated in general. Um, so so that's, that's their takes on uh, facial recognition.
0: So I think um, I guess we should do my 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 other yes. next. So obviously uh, the the other question was uh, jobs and automation. So um, so all right, all right we'll, st- we'll start at the bottom with fucking Michael Bennett. I don't know why. Anyway, so they, they, they my-
1: put they put these in an order very deliberately i mean yeah
0: they put bernie at the top and like you as you work your way down like for for someone like me i get less and less interested it starts with a, a bernie then it goes liz then it goes pete then it goes tom
1: steyer and then at the bottom there's michael bennett i feel like it, it's, it's i can't imagine a person reading these and as they go down they're like "Boy, well, he's get better and better
0: no what's funny is i imagine someone reading this and be like why didn't they get a comment from amy klobuchar Uh, um no um
1: (laughs) so they asked everyone what do you what do you you think what do you think klobuchar heads what do you think their big thing is about her um really try to really try to get in there
0: no i think i think that people what people like about amy klobuchar is she's like very much like um She's she's trying to sell you uh, on on grounds of realism, not unlike Mayor Pete. Um, except that Mayor Pete is a, a white dude, so it's different. But uh, <laughs> yeah. she's trying to sell people on like the things you want are unrealistic. You're not. I'm not going to give you free healthcare. Fuck you. <laughs> and and yeah. I think people that like Amy Klobuchar, insofar as that's a constituency, uh, I think that's what they like about her is that she's just very like no, you, like we can't we can't do the cool shit that Bernie and Liz are talking about. We just can't do it. I won't do it. You don't have that. No. Do you sometimes and, and, think like, this?
1: Do you sometimes think that maybe? some people who are into liberal politics aren't necessarily as reactionary as they are. Like they want to play it, say like they're more comfortable with stuff that they think that they can imagine actually happening. Cause I think like, I think as Americans we've had so much of our idealism beaten out of us that like, Bernie obviously has the, like, why wouldn't you go for the top shelf? But I can imagine some people being like, "Well, yeah, but of course, but that would that's not going to happen." Yeah,
0: I mean, I want to say fuck that,
1: but but on the other hand, it's like I can understand the sense of security with someone being like, "No, I'm not going to fucking give you healthcare. We're gonna you're gonna live. We're gonna live in this piece of shit, and I'm gonna help you survive and not die." I I mean, I think there's something about
0: that that is that is somewhat appealing. It's not unlike. You know when John McCain was talking about like the Straight Talk Express, or I guess like Joe Joe Biden with the no malarkey yeah. tour bus, or the fuck uh, that like there's this there's this sense that like telling you that you like 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 pessimism couched as realism there's that, that it's interpreted as honest, whereas like politicians this notion that they're always trying yeah. to sell you something, they're trying to make promises that they're
1: gonna break. It, I think well, that's part and, of what and, people. and I I honestly I I can understand that. The only difference is. Bernie's message and platform coming from another person, I think would almost seem different. He's like an old well, haggard dude. I, I don't, there's nothing about him that says polished, like huckster. I, I honestly, well, that, see, honestly, and like Bernie. Like,
0: ha- Bernie has a long record. Yeah, right? that's yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and the other thing that's compelling about Bernie, as opposed to Warren, and frankly, Warren is tanking now that like now that she stepped away from Medicare for All, her numbers are just like plummeting. So, yeah. um. But uh, yeah, so um, what was I going to say? But the main thing about Bernie, as opposed to Elizabeth Warren, is that as we've said it before on this show, Bernie is building a movement. Like, yep. is are we going to get a housing guarantee, Medicare for all? Um, and, and are we going to get all the cool sh- worker ownership? Are we going to get all this in the next in four years of Bernie? No. Of course not. We're probably – honestly, I would be shocked if we got even one of those things. The point is he's staking out a policy vision and a movement that can help achieve it because if Bernie gets in the White House, there's going to be people like Amy Klobuchar and even to a certain extent Elizabeth Warren that are going to be acting to soften and pull him back from where he – from where his vision that gets him elected is – and there's got to be a there's going to be capital flight. Rich people are going to take their money and leave the country if he gets well, even remotely close to success.
1: Let, let's, take to our, let's take our term. overall ass- uh, assessment of Bernie and until the end. So let, let's because okay. I have stuff I want, I want to say as well. We'll sum up about sure. it. at sure. the end. So Sorry. you go ahead, go ahead and do yours. No, I got no, hot. I got hot. No, I know. Uh, so Michael Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Back to Michael Bennett. Boy, he talk about back, talk about a cold shower.
0: <laughs> yeah, jobs and, and automation. Uh, Companies have the responsibility to consider how their innovations sorry, uh, will affect the workforce and society more broadly. And wherever possible, invest in training. Uh, existing and and future employees for jobs uh, that will be available well into the future. At the same time, this is my favorite part. So check this out. At the same time, government needs to develop sensible forward thinking policy to harness innovation so that they do more jobs with better wages and working conditions rather than fewer jobs with worse pay and conditions. So what, what do you think he's going to recommend in terms of government forward thinking policy to harness innovation that will lead to more jobs?
1: Incentive structures. High like, um, hiring incentives and stuff like that. No, what well, like like what
0: do you think? Like, what would be the best answer? So, like, in terms of how to harness innovation, uh, and new technology for uh better jobs with better pay uh, and better conditions. What would be what? What are some government policies you might like hope to hear about?
1: That I might hope to hear about.
0: Yeah, well, not from Michael Bennett. Like, like, like take it out. Because like, well, this is what he's staking out. He's about the, to tell the, you the big, his idea.
1: The, the big one would be more uh, enfranchisement in the hands of the workers in terms of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: government should invest far more in K-12 through education. Oh,
1: hmm. <laughs> huh. Apprenticeships. Te- teach a kid how to color. Community college. A-
0: good god uh, it's, opportunities it's little, <laughs> to
1: go into the military <laughs>
0: it says opportunities to gain skills for good paying jobs in the modern economy i mean like i don't know it's, it's he, like the wants most i mean i mean this answer.
1: is this is this is also the same set of things that would lead to someone who's like i want to create a, a society of drones I want well. It's what it is. Is like uh,
0: you know he starts out by saying I want to like forward thinking policy to harness innovations to blah blah blah, and like we need better schools, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and he's like
1: someone's well, saying it finally. His, his
0: answer is fundamentally like how do we produce people that can be like can, that have skills that will be useful for capitalists to use their labor
1: in the market? And it's like it's, I mean that that was what Andrew Yang was really bad about, right? Is yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. to optimize. People for the market.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like preparing a fucking sacrifice. Uh,
0: Tommy boy. Uh, if our country, however, wants to, uh, I'm starting mid sentence. Who gives a shit? If our country, however, wants to make gener- wants to generate sustained economic growth, we also have to provide opportunity, ensure health and welfare of the of the American worker. So again, the priority here is economic growth. Um, I'm kind of being an asshole to him because there's more there, obviously, but. Yeah. Um, uh, he also goes on to say that, like, particularly important is guaranteeing every American an education and a livable wage and providing workers with better and lower cost healthcare, clean air, water, and retirement security. That's all true. I think that that's, that's fine. I think that, that one way of thinking about automation is actually thinking about, like, creating a social, social, uh, safety net where people aren't Ruined by not having a job, unlike our current system, where you we, you have to your boss. You, if your boss doesn't like you, it's the most stressful thing in the world. If you've ever been there,
1: you know what I mean. No, no, I've absolutely. I don't. I don't know that I've been there, but I'm a uh, a very neurotic person, so I always yeah, assume yeah, my yeah. boss hates me. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I, it's like my life's a prison. You're a hateable boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we got Pete. We got Pete
0: next. As technological did, did, did innovation you, did you talk continues. About did you talk about Michael? Uh, yeah, we talked. You already forgot Michael? God damn, Casey. We talked about Michael. Remember, <laughs> Jesus? That Sorry. was not
1: long ago. There At
0: minimum, government should invest in K through twelve education. You remember
1: what? Oh, okay, I thought Pete was saying that. I was no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have, they both had the same focus group that day. Yeah. No, Jesus. I'm just kidding. Michael Bennett can't afford focus groups. Aww. Um. So so Pete, uh, he, he all right. As technological innovation continues to accelerate, the impacts may be broader and swifter. People than don't any talk other like that. <laughs> Jesus, Pete. I bet there were footnotes <laughs> in this bitch. As a result, we must proactively adopt policies that not only ensure that America leads in creation of new jobs and industries, but also yeah. make sure <laughs> Make sure yeah. we, uh, change works for all of us, not just a few. So one stealing the Labor Party uh, tagline there, which is not which is not accurate because that's not what he's about to do.
1: But um, also make American keep American industry great, keep America number one. Like the sort of rah rah America shit was part of the yeah. one that I did as well. It's yeah, all yeah. about that. Keep America jobs great. Yeah, get better than China. That's the most yeah. important thing.
0: Um, first, because what you learn is often associated with what you can earn fuck peter got a fucking rhyme in did you catch that i'm gonna read it again first because what you learn is often associated with what you earn did you hear that and the love you take
1: <laughs> is equal to the love you make absolutely what if absolutely. he rhymed the same word with yeah <laughs> You love that shit. we need
0: to make sure that every student can develop basic digital and lifelong skills that are increasingly able to pay the bills. Pete! I'm just
1: kidding. You're no! The, oh, Adam! Oh my god. I was about to go back through every other uh, like written <laughs> statement he'd ever get. It's like the fucking Da
0: Vinci Code. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. He doesn't do that. But basically, I mean, that is what he says. Lifelong skills that are increasingly necessary for the new Drop of the Future because he talks like a fucking robot. Um, uh... Internet for all will ensure every child regardless of where they live can take full advantage of digital learning opportunities. Again, I don't if you that's sad cuz I'm imagine
1: in my mind he's imagining like impoverished children with internet access. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that seems like a weird, I don't know. Yeah. Is that your is that your biggest hope for like impoverished children is that they have
0: I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he also, and you, this is in the news a lot this past week. That's why I will invest $500 billion to make college affordable for working in middle-class families. I don't know if you caught this. He was like, um, basically his definition of middle-class is a family making any more than a hundred thousand dollars. So if you have a combined income of a hundred thousand dollars, your kid doesn't get free college, which, which don't get me wrong. I think people, uh, underestimate, how well you're doing in this fucking economy? If you have a household making more than a hundred thousand dollars, I think people yeah. underestimate that. Yeah. But that's you know it's still like that. That's a lot of families who will have to get, like go into debt in order to get their kids from school, or frankly, the the more likely the student,
1: right? Well, he's not um, trying so, to. He's not, but he's not trying to change things systemically. I mean, he's he's he doesn't want to change things too much.
0: His line is that you know, pu- like we shouldn't make public college free for everyone because then millionaires kids will go to public college right keep them in the private schools where they belong (laughs) well it's this notion because because it's the kind of thing rich the the kids of millionaires they go to harvard where pete went you know what i mean they don't like they don't they're not just going to decide ah fuck it i'm going to go to umass you know what i mean yeah um the but uh you know, like we're we're literally talking about uh, making sure college is free at your at your backup school. You know what I mean? That's what we're yeah. talking about here. Um, that make that an option for working people. Um, and it's it's the kind of thing that if you extrapolate this like why should we have uh, free public uh, education for K-12 through because rich kids could access it why should we have public libraries because the rich could go there it would just be well, Americans shouldn't have to pay for uh, public libraries for rich people like you could extend this to any number of public services and it makes no fucking sense um,
1: because, but that's because, pe- it, because, because in reality all of these should be free and then anyone can come and go and I'm not going to be hung up on wealthy people having access to it don't get me wrong if
0: i'm in a public library and bill gates walks in he's gonna hear about it uh, but that's that's between me and bill you know what i mean um but uh, no i'm just threatening bill's life i did not i did not No, you bill's are life, you aren't clear. adam <laughs> <laughs> i was i was joking about threatening us anyway I, I oh was my computer's deep.
1: on fire <laughs> 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 <You said functional laughs> okay <gets. laughs>
0: uh i was like oh shit <laughs> my acting was a little too good <laughs> Uh yeah it was you you were like looking around and like kind of panicking in your eyes I was like oh shit <laughs> um uh, second we need to ensure uh, appropriate safety nets so Casey wh- what's he about to say in terms of appropriate safety nets U B I fifty billion dollar in workforce training and lifelong learning
1: no oh, fucking Andrew Yang <laughs> like, um, like everyone has their own personal job counselor um. Yeah, so go to his other fucking bullet point. I I got so frustrated with how his shit was bullet pointed.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it was Ber- Bernie's Bernie was responses. Like-
1: were, seemed like he just yelled them at somebody and they wrote them <laughs> down.
0: As fast as they could, uh, yeah. in a good way, not in a Klobuchar throwing a stapler at you kind of
1: way, and, pro- and probably um, on like a like a like a uh, napkin or something. That's yeah. how I imagine his office.
0: Um, uh, but yeah, that I I love that shit when he was like, we need to ensure appropriate social safety net, That's why we're gonna in- invest in workforce training. <laughs> Jesus, it's just so um, Gallic.
1: It's so overly thought out and technical, and like I don't know. It's like everything's yeah.
0: got an, got an app. All right, now we get to some good shit. We got Liz and Bernie, and they're both talking about worker ownership. All right? Yeah. So, Liz, uh, we need to pass my Accountable Capitalism Act, o- among other things. It will require large companies to let workers elect board members. This will give workers more control over corporate decisions, introdu- including on introducing uh, new technology and how affected workers are compensated. And then she also mentions her wealth tax, which will she'll use To fund any number of universal programs like childcare, public education, college, student debt cancellation, etc. Um, The difference is that Bernie isn't just putting uh, uh, workers on the board. Bernie is giving them stakes in the company. Uh, he he goes on to say, uh, my corporate accountability and democracy plan would mandate that corporations with more than 100 million dollars in revenue, appoint workers to 45 percent of their board seats and issue 20 percent of the corporation's stock to a worker-controlled fund. When workers have an ownership stake in their company and say decisions that are made, they will not automate their own jobs to increase profits. Uh, he goes on, uh, uh, as you expect Bernie to do. He's just fucking right. Okay, he's actually. This is like a plan to build worker ownership. Like we're moving like stocks from
1: the corporate sector
0: into the hands of workers. That's what we're doing,
1: and that's what we ought to be doing. The hard, the hard part with that is the prying of it from the hands of the people who like that. That's that's where the I feel like that's the fight that no one wants to have. Is that in I'm order ready. to in order to put influence into the hands of 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 the workers, it has to be pride for people who aren't going to want to let it go. Um,
0: I mean, like, look, that, I mean, that's that's why, like, Bernie is is suggesting we go farther, and he's also suggesting we fight for it. He's, he's building that movement. That's the main and thing. That's something
1: that has to be said because if whenever people are arguing like, "Oh, and then I'm going to implement this policy," everyone's thinking, "Well, they're not just going to sit around." And Bernie's like, "Oh, no, it's going to be a fight." Yeah. Like it's gonna. So a li, Warren seems more focused on slowing down and chipping away at the wealthy in order to decrease the disparity. Whereas Bernie seems sort of uh, uh, relentlessly focused on enfranchisement of the worker. Like that seems to be his I, big thing. I think there should I be both. That- I think that
0: Liz wants to go as far left as she can without actually threatening capitalism. That's why she wants workers on boards, but she doesn't want to give them ownership of the company to any degree. Bernie wants to give them twenty percent, um, which, frankly, like it's the kind of thing I have faith in Bernie, and in, in the sense that twenty percent is the first step, and that's and maybe it's even a negotiating position to the to ten percent, which is where the British Labour Party is on this. Right, so he's trying to get as much as he can as an initial step, and once we get that, we can we can go for more. Not just companies that make more than a hundred million dollars, we can we can really take control of this economy. Um, so I think that like I have faith in Bernie that this opening position could be more, and yeah. I have I'm skeptical that Elizabeth Warren is willing to like like has the capacity and has the will to go toward actually challenging the current system.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. Uh,
0: but Bernie Bernie even goes on from there. Um, uh, he talks about good-paying union jobs in America and the transition fr- uh, in the energy sector from people who are working on fossil fuels to new jobs, uh, where he mentions the Green New Deal will create 20 million jobs. He talks about a federal jobs guarantee that will ensure uh, those who work in industries likely to see major impacts of automation or innovation are able to work elsewhere. Um, he's going to make public college, university, and trade schools tuition free, so you get all of the bullshit workforce training opportunities. But that's not the the centerpiece. That why that's that's asinine to make that the centerpiece, like Bennett and uh, and Pete do. You know what I mean?
1: And I guess it's not. A, it's just not the centerpiece because he's trying to do a whole bunch of radical shit. It,
0: because yeah, it's because it's he's not just trying to make workers um, better suited for the current economy. He's trying to make workers like you have have power and control of this economy
1: well it's like we've always said you can't have these little like Andrew Yang just has such a boner for the UBI and it's like that's a that could be a good thing but it's not an end like it it should should be able to facilitate or work in conjunction with something and well I I was going to talk about Bernie again we'll talk about that after my thing you ready, ready for this shit fucking lay it on me spread it on so the last section was uh, what's the most important tech related issue that Americans are facing in the next four years Michael Bennett he went just really old white man with it so okay. he he said the greatest tech related challenge in the short term. chain emails that's what he says you get, you get emails
0: you don't know where they come from
1: kind of he goes <laughs> D- disinformation in the 2020 election <laughs> so So i get too many facebook ads and so he goes the 2016 elections demonstrated that hostile actors like russia are perfectly well so he's trying to immediately be like remember how shitty trump is um as we approach the 2020 elections tech companies need to do far more to proactively prevent and disrupt these operations and u.s citizens need to remain vigilant against them so he's scared so then the, the next section the United States is also at risk of losing our long-time technological edge to China. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he talks about how the loss of our technological edge would have far-reaching consequences, not only for the economy, but also our national security. So it's like this Chinese, like, like seems like red scaremongering, like, from the Cold War. It's just... Mm. It's so bizarre. Tom Steyer is just scared of robots. His whole thing is... uh the biggest dangers lie in artificial intelligence and automation. Uh, He said we have to make sure that people write the rules, not tech companies, to protect jobs and our safety. Corporations are
0: people, my friend.
1: Yeah. Developing artificial intelligence doesn't mean we have to compromise our values, and we have to remain steadfast in cyber defense when it comes to dealing with AI among our adversaries. We know what you mean. We know what you mean, Tom. China? Yeah. Skynet? Pete's is two, three, four, six paragraphs long. Good God, Peter. Uh five of them are bullet pointed. Uh basically Pete's whole thing is. The thing uh, is I
0: bullet point things too in the notes, and you fucking hate it when I do
1: that shit. Well, you're in the same endeavor as me trying to put together a podcast. He had he could have easily made this more like I'm gonna do. So what he says in six paragraphs, I'll say this. He believes that we need to keep our economy strong and uh, keep innovation going and that America doesn't (laughs) need to lose its technological edge. What we need is
0: is good economy and, uh, you know, more entrepreneurialism.
1: I mean, so I'll do the first. So he gives uh, uh, five things. The first one is we need to hold online platforms accountable for misinformation and uh, that type of shit. Second one, we need to ensure that every American can participate in digital opportunities. Uh you mentioned that in your other thing that uh, he mentioned his80 billion dollar Internet for all thing. Third, no. uh, Americans need to be insured jobs in the industries of tomorrow. I will help accelerate our innovation engine once again and ensure we do not cede leadership on new technologies to other nations like China. Uh, <laughs> fourth, I will help fuel the economy of the future by developing successful job training programs. No oh my God, fucking job training lastly with smart investments and rigorous safeguards we also need to use the power of emerging technologies and data to help us expand our government's ability to solve urgent policy problems improve inclusiveness and deliver better services that's a remarkable i lo- I love the, like the, the you know the answer
0: what would you what would what, what you do president peter i i would simply invest
1: well yeah <laughs> Okay. But I mean that's the thing he's the, he's the overachieving white guy. He's like, I'll just do what I do. I'm just I, I kick ass at everything and everyone loves me. So I'll just I'll just do that.
0: I think I think we should just make our economy really good. That's what I would do. I would just simply have a good economy.
1: Why don't you just try to get a hole in one every time? <laughs> like Happy Gilmore he's like, I should just try yeah. to do that every time. And the guys like, yeah. <laughs> um Elizabeth Warren, you know, her whole thing is we have to break up the the, te- the tech companies. That's her whole thing. They have too much power. Uh, mm. she, she, she says, we need to pass my anti-corruption plan to clean up Washington. We need to break down big tech. That's it. No mention of workers or anything. Bernie's whole thing is concentration of wealth. That's immediately where it starts out. Uh, we have uh, enormous concentrations of economic and political power in the hands of a few massive, unaccountable technology firms. Facebook, Amazon, and others have a, he, like he goes directly for them by name. Uh, his, they, his main
0: thing is power.
1: They, uh, they avoid tax because he realized money is the same as power. It, it's it's it, it's less economic and more class. They avoid mm-hmm. taxes, stash profits overseas, and fight every attempt to share any of their profits with working people. He mentions mentions them again. Yeah, um, I believe that these conglomerates have too much power, and we should break them up. I know that just breaking. Up these corporations won't fix all the issues. We must regulate tech companies to serve the public interest, not just their bottom line. And rid our democracy of corporate money once and for all. And he says when he's president when he's president, he'll restore net neutrality, guarantee strong data, privacy protections, and in the Orwellian mass surveillance of our people, guaranteed affordable high speed internet to all and ensure technology benefits all except not just the one percent. There you go. He's a good boy. He's a good lad, that Bernard. He he is. And he's so... Here's the thing I was going to say earlier when we were talking about why we like Bernie so much. And I guess this is probably just due to his longevity. People like the other candidates will say, oh, I want to do this. And there's not a sense of... It's like they just think they want to magic it into existence. Everything Bernie says is consistent with another philosophy or talking point or plan of his. So whenever you're like, well, how are you going to do that? All you have to do is refer to all the other things he said. He doesn't just have the same statement and same three bullet points he gives every time he talks. He it's always detailed. It's always specific. There's very few questions in how he intends to implement things. And when there when there is, he's also not afraid to talk about the, the intended messiness. He's not trying to he doesn't gloss it up. You know, he, he's the first one to be like, yeah, it's, it's going to be, it'll be ugly. This is, this is what we're going to do. And I just like, he's got this whole like, I'm old. I don't, I don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I like the thing about Bernie is, is the movement. It feels in the same way it felt in 2016, that he was, he was doing this in spite of Hillary Clinton, because even though it was unlikely that he would win, he was trying to create an alternative. He was trying to create a movement that was bigger than just Bernie Sanders, and uh, you know, thank God he's doing it again. But it's it's the kind of thing that like win, lose, or draw. I feel like this thing that Bernie has built is is going to be a force in american politics in the same way that well not in the same way because i feel like the tea party is what i was going to say has kind of withered away especially with with trump uh i feel like the tea party was kind of masquerading as having ideals when in fact it was just a, like a, a, a kind of crypto fascist and now they can just be fascists <laughs> um yeah. the, the the a lot of the, that those people but yeah, it says, but I think that the movement being built by Bernie is just, is built, it's built to last. It's built to be a force in American politics uh, for way beyond uh, a Sanders first or second term, way right. beyond a Sanders defeat. I mean, it's just, it's just not, it's not about uh, Bernie 2020. It's about economic
1: transformation. Uh, it's about I, the movement. I wonder, given policies that are out there, plans that are out there that have already been expressed, you know, not being hypothetical, if Bernie gets elected president, we get the Green Deal, Green New Deal. If the, all of these things are enacted, what would our reality look like? Like, how are all these things interacting? And yeah. uh, well, I
0: sh- I showed you that one video of like Thanksgiving after a Green New Deal. Yeah. well it was is weird. It's made by this weird group called the Competitive Enterprise Institute. Excuse me, the Competitive Enterprise Institute and. uh it was really bizarre. It was basically this, this, like this bizarre, like cliche white family. Like the dad is like super white dad energy. He starts out by going uno minuto. We're gonna, we need to leave for grandma's house. Um, yeah, and, and the then daughter the,
1: was talking like Juno and you know, <laughs> kind of weird.
0: Yeah, Juno is a weird reference at this point in Year of Our Lord twenty nineteen, brother. <laughs> it's an annoying uh, movie. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then the the big punchline is that uh, in order they're get, to get well. To they're getting ready for house- th- they're
1: getting ready for Thanksgiving. They've all got their their dish that they're bringing for Thanksgiving that you yeah. think they're taking to the car.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the big the big like punchline is that they go to grandma's house by scooter. And It's like that's that's cool as hell.
1: I, I like and the underlying message is is that if there's government regulation, uh, car companies are going to teach you a lesson by I guess stop making well it said that room.
0: gas they said, it said specifically the gas was too expensive so they weren't going to drive and it's like fuck you <laughs> like I, i'd like again I'd like my
1: grandchildren to uh again that shows how vindictive like these these assholes are where it's like if there's more regulation everyone's just gonna have like gas prices are gonna go up yeah i i, I sometimes wonder how like if if we got the green new deal how would that work with like a, an elizabeth warren
0: uh, I I don't know how to answer that. I feel like that's a that's a really big question, honestly. Um, I mean, I think that Warren has some plans for for climate change and how to address it. i do not aware of them off the top of my head. It didn't come up in this this voc, this this Vox stuff about tech. But yeah. maybe something for a future episode of Future Left. Y'all come back now.
1: <laughs> Bye. Don't down to the land. Don't down to the land. Don't down to the land. Don't down.
0: The Ghost Riders. In.
1: I was doing the Beverly Hills movie theme song.
0: Oh. my am
1: Adam. I'm Adam.